What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. I am your co-host, Ben Rayside, and today on the Marvel Movie Marathon, we've been making our way through Phase 3 of the MCU, and we are continuing that, as well as all the other Marvel films, but we're back in the MCU, a place that we all know and love very much. Today we're talking about Doctor Strange, the second movie in the MCU Phase 3, and this is one that I'm pretty, uh, I remember at least... Mm being pretty hot up okay, but now okay. we're back and it's it's been a while since at least that i've seen this one but uh i've definitely got some updated thoughts as of 2023 mm. as of the recording of this dr strange podcast and you know who else i'm sure has some updated thoughts mr ethan Wenslove. ethan how are you doing today I'm doing great boys i'm excited to be here you know i got my watch on i'm feeling good my hands are steady I'm going to go joyriding later. I hope nothing bad happens. But I'm, ex- I'm excited to be here, boys. So don't be on your phone, all right? Oh, pff, never. Never would. This never is would. definitely the biggest movie that, that don't text and drive, man. Or else you'll become a superhero. That's what everyone That's saying. all it takes? That's all, it, all takes. it takes, man. I'll do it. It's that easy. Done. It's Done that deal. easy. Also joining us today, as always on the Marvel Movie Marathon, is Mr. Micah Head. Micah, how are Doctor. you Doctor. Oh. Doctor, Mike ahead. Our apologies, sir. Excuse you. He's not actually. <laughs> you know what, let's go back and do that again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Don't man. Nice. I've come to bargain. Yeah. See, I, I, for you want to say how you got these, how how you came to own these ones. There was a little movie coming out called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and the panel up here was like, "Let's buy them. Why you not? Know? Let's, let's do it." But we, we were in a position where we could financially afford the, the Marvel Legends toy, the Eye of Agamotto. So, yes, if you're watching the video, you see and me it, and Micah had these gorgeous blings around our neck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel kind of left out over here. I really do. But As you should, Ben. It, it, they, look, they look very, very nice. We have to, very, can you buy one? Did not, no. Really? Didn't buy one, no. I thought he bought one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess mm-hmm. we're just I, cool I was <laughs> not cool enough, I don't think. Yeah. I, I wish, I wish though. But today, we're not here to talk about Multiverse of Madness. That's a podcast for another day. Also one that we have already talked about, spoiler-filled thoughts when that movie came Go out. Back. check that so, out. Exactly, yeah. yes. But we're here to talk about Doctor Strange. But before we do that... I would ask that you guys go on to our podcast channels on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also go check them out anywhere else you get your podcasts, but those are the main ones. Leave us a review on there. Write us a review. We know that you guys have been listening. We've gotten a lot of thoughts on YouTube, a lot of comments. We'd love to hear what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Leaving us a review is the best way to do that. So please go on to those sites. That would be greatly appreciated. But gentlemen... I think we have we've said let's open our sling rings and head over to the MCU, but this is the movie that oh, really yeah. deserves it. So, gentlemen, let's open our sling rings and head over to the MCU. Each of those maps was drawn up by someone who could see in part, but not the whole. I spent my last dollar getting here. 
one-way ticket and you're talking to me about healing through belief. You're a man looking at the world through a keyhole and you've spent your whole life trying to widen that keyhole to see more, to know more. And now, on hearing that it can be widened in ways you can't imagine, you reject the possibility. No, I reject it because I do not believe in fairy tales about chakras or energy or the power of belief. There is no such thing as spirit. Dr. Stephen Strange is a brilliant but arrogant neurosurgeon who loses the use of his hands in a car accident. Desperate to find a cure, he travels to Nepal and meets the Ancient One, a powerful sorcerer who teaches him the mystic arts. Strange must learn to control his ego and use his new powers to protect the world from a new powerful enemy. That is your summary for Dr. Strange. Strange. 2016, directed by Scott Derrickson, starring The Batch of Cumber. Whoa. Oh, the, ba <laughs> whoa, whoa. the Batch of whoa, Cumber. Whoa. The Batch of Cumber. Benedict okay, Cumberbatch. Okay. Cilius, uh, Mads Mikkelsen. This is a pretty stacked Benedict cast. Benedict Wong. As these Benedict Wong. What's two Benedicts in this. It's a pretty stacked cast, and I remember it like it was yesterday sitting in the high school room when the teaser trailer mm, for this dropped, and it was the, the pan in to his car crash, and I was ready for this movie, man. I had seen, we'd been very much introduced to the street-level heroes, say Iron Man and Captain America. We had gotten many movies, two trilogies, before we got Doctor Strange, and now we're finally journeying into the mystic side two, of things. Two phases, to correct you. Yes. Man. So in 2016, it was safe to say that I was pretty excited, oh, fresh yeah. off of the back of Civil War. Yeah, so, so going into this, what, what, what do you guys know about Doctor Strange before this movie? Because for me personally, everything I know about the character comes from the MCU's portrayal. I just want to know if anyone has any other takes on it. I remember I watched this and I was like, are you serious? This is so dumb. Magic? <laughs> what? What What grade were we in at this point? I was... This is, so this uh, was 2016. Yeah. So I, I was, was 14. I was what? A freshman? I was a sophomore, yeah. We're intellectual like, oh, freshman, freshman, Micah. Yeah. Uh, yep. November 2016. Yeah. Um, I was like... They are really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> so with Dr. Strange, what a stupid name, too. Maybe. <laughs> Who am I to judge? So if you guys remember the show Ultimate Spider-Man that aired mm. on Disney XD. Oh, yeah. Dr. Stephen Strange made a few appearances in there. And I remember Spider-Man visiting the Sanctum. And there was just a ton of weird artifacts in there, and that's pretty much all I remember. I think he travels to the Dark Dimension, and he battles Dormammu with Doctor Strange. Mike has got something I, on the screen My here. history with this movie, uh, when this when this came out, uh, it was maybe <laughs> two years later, I made a, a Photoshop of my physics teacher, whose name was Dr. Stern, Dr. Steven Stern. Holy cow. And I put his face on the poster <laughs> and changed the words to Stern. Because it's the same letters, right? S-T-E-R-N. You can find them all in Strange. But yeah, that's that's pretty much my entire history with uh, Dr. Strange when it came out. It's a Photoshop. Yeah, I didn't see it till years later. Just It was one of those movies I put on while folding laundry. You didn't watch this in theaters. I didn't watch this in theaters. This was one of my, I think, two or three... Maybe four movies. I can say I definitely watched this while folding laundry because I thought it was going to be a whatever movie. <laughs> really? I watched this, Black Panther, and wow. Solo. Those were my three movies that were like, oh, yeah, well, let's just throw something on real quick. And then wow. I ended up getting sucked into it. Wow. 
So you, even at this point, Micah, you really do astound me. You weren't on the full Marvel hype no, train. not like, at this point. Nope. Civil War comes out. They have this I new... was just there for Spider-Man. Really? <laughs> for Civil War, yeah. That's astounding. Doctor Strange? I don't know who this guy See, is. I'm not going to watch this movie. This is when I'm hook, line, and sinker. I'm seeing everything day one at the theaters. Doctor Strange was no exception. I took mm. a group to see Doctor Strange. I was hyped out of I my mind for this. no one who saw Doctor Strange when it came out. Really? Nobody. You saw this in theaters, oh, right? yeah. Shout out to my sister Hannah and Zach Schultz, loyal listener. I saw this in theaters with those two. Yeah, I remember seeing it. We, saw, we didn't go opening night. We went to Sunday night. Went to NCG, which is right over there. Holy cow. And we sat in the middle. It was completely empty theater, though. I remember that. So I know I, I liked it then. But to me, this is one of those movies that every time I sit down and watch, I like it a little bit more. I wish I saw this than the last time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. this is perfect. Take us through your thoughts of this this time watching it. Man, I. Uh, so it's by no means the most complex story. The arc of. Dr. Stephen Strange is by no means the most complex arc either. But to me, like the stuff they do right, they do right. Mm. And every single time the ancient one is talking to Strange and telling him about what what his value should be. The philosophy in this movie that I can pull from this and apply to my own life mm. is just huge, right? It's it's not about me, right? It's about what can I do to help right and that that's kind of what it is he he joins the sanctum because it's all about him he wants to steady his hands he wants to uh, get his life back and i actually looked it up i wrote the stats down but uh it's 20 so 20 percent of suicides are from people who've already retired and that number is linked hmm. because so many people put their identity in their work hmm. and they have no other identity beyond that and you see strange go through that in this movie where his identity is being a doctor and it's being a dang good doctor and when he loses that he loses everything mm. so this movie is about stephen strange learning that there's more to life than what he thought was there and you have many great scenes of the ancient one kind of talking him through that so to me i, I love this movie for what i can take from it and apply to my own life mm. yeah so yeah. would you say this is the movie like the first movie that actually has a theme that you can apply. Has there really been a movie? Well, with- so like with great power comes great responsibility okay, is okay, one. Yeah. But you mean on this marathon that's something I like I can directly pull? Yeah, well, like no for I guess even just for MCU, what other movie has such a direct theme than you I mean like there's the minor themes in Iron Man where it's like, oh, don't be a jerk. So those I I would say the main theme of Iron Man is when Jensen points to his heart and he says don't waste your life stark yeah don't waste your life and it, it's it's along the same lines as dr strange it's not as clear though no you know i think this is just so clear like what they're getting at what the point of this is well, yes it's like because at the end his hands he has the ability to steady his hands but he knows th- there's a greater good that i need to mm-hmm. help fight you know i'm gonna protect this sanctum mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so my first time watching this movie full laundry uh <laughs> thought it was pretty good i was like hey Pretty cool stuff. Second time I watched this, I don't know why, but I wasn't too hot on it. It was the last movie we I watched before we started the podcast. Really? Uh, yeah. Before it was the Howard last, the Duck? Before Howard the Oh, yeah, yeah, because that was the start yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, no. I so mean, I we, watched, me and Ben started much before that. 
the the, the, the the Marvel, Marvel, Marvel movie, movie marathon, marathon yeah. before I committed to not watching any of these other movies except for the ones that are first coming out, right? Um, until we watched them in the the podcast. Doctor Strange was the last one I watched, hmm. and I gotta say I wasn't too hot on it. I don't know why. I just I didn't like it. But this time, I don't know what I was on. That that second time, this was a good movie. Yeah, I love this movie. I love the action. I love how lore heavy this movie is. Yeah. Yes, I love how it just dumps this stuff on you and doesn't hold your hand. It's like, all right, if you follow along, you follow along. If you're not, sucks for you, man. You better catch up. Um, I love. Uh, I'm sure Ben will talk about the score. Some oh, cool man. stuff that they don't Holy do in any other score. I I say this frequently for our best movies, but this is. Uh, a movie that does what it it does what no other movie can do. What makes a good movie is when it does things that only that movie can do and it takes advantage of all those opportunities and I love it for that. You talking like Mirror Dimension and I'm talking Mirror Dimension. I'm talking early Doctor Strange stuff that you can't yeah. really pull okay. off later on. I'm talking um all the Mads Mickelson stuff with this other uh, equal power entity that proves that Doctor Strange can hold his own. I'm talking ways that Doctor Strange can outsmart his enemies mm. using just his doctor knowledge. How you see True. he's yeah. a doctor. So that plays into his origin story. That's what makes his origin story so unique to me is yeah. that he's using his smartness and his photographic memory to make himself stand, stand out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tony Stark was smart. We know that because we're told that. But here we see. You, oh, you, he looks you at, see. You see Tony tinkering see too. Yeah, though, yeah. but we see Doctor Strange glance at the Dormammu page, right? And he's like, "Who's Dormammu? Mm-hmm. What are these? What are these threats? What are these like things going on here? What are the? I didn't get to that page yet. I mean, I, I saw everything on the pages I saw, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see the warnings, right? And <laughs> they should put the warnings. Before oh the man, yeah. There's some cool stuff in this And movie. I love how how that line pays off later. Yeah. In not just in this movie, but in No Way Home. Mm. When it's not till after he the spell gets botched where he tells Peter like what should have happened. You know, it's it, I like the it's like poetry. Yeah. Rhymes. Mm. I love all of the uh time stone stuff. We get to see the beginnings. Is this the second stone we've seen no. used? I think this is might this might so, be the fourth direct. The fourth? So all right, so we had we had Guardians of the Galaxy, right? That was the first. It, they're still like vague at this point. So okay. you have the Tesseract, which the shell hasn't been broken yet. We're not. Yep. F- as an audience, we don't fully know that that's, so that's a stone. Not a, a stone. It yet. is, but it is. we don't know that. We have Loki's scepter, which we're still we that was put in. Yeah, his mind, and then we've seen the ether, the the red one from Dark World. Uh-huh. And the Power Stone the power from stone Guardians. And now, no, so we have five now. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Was this the first one where they're like, introduce same movie, call it an Infinity Stone, the Power use Stone it. was introduced. At this For point, sure, right? they have a plan, and they're building to Infinity like, War. Yeah. This is the first movie where you see a stone and you go, wow. That, like, because in, Gar- in Guardians, you see the Power Stone. Yes. There's power to that. There is. But this one, you see the Time Stone and you go, Man, wouldn't it be great to have a time stone? It's used throughout the movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wanted the Eye of Agamotto, and I bought it. <laughs> so now I can control time. You're welcome, guys. But I like how you say that this movie takes advantages of the unique 
examples that only this movie can have, only a Doctor Strange movie can have. And that's the biggest prop that I will give this movie. Because the the writing and how imaginative they make this world, the world building in and of itself is something absolutely spectacular. I will say, as much as it is, in a way it almost becomes a problem. I almost think that this movie should be an extra half an hour. Mm. It is very tight. It's Tighter very tight, yeah. and there's a good section of this movie Not even two hours. for about 20 minutes where literally Doctor Strange is walking around and they are just explaining to you. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, most of, if not all of what they're saying is extremely interesting. It's how they say it. I love how they yes. explain things in this movie. But upon a rewatch and to a regular bit of audience, you may want a little bit more of that. And I think, given the longer runtime, it might be a little bit more manageable. I think there's so much you can cram into this movie, a Doctor Strange movie. That I mean, there's so much heavy lifting that the exposition has to mm-hmm. do. So I think that that is a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Definitely more of a blessing because the the exposition mixed with the special effects, which I might go ahead and say that this is the MCU's best use of special effects that the we've seen so is far. Crazy. Yeah, you take what Nolan was able to do in Inception in the the dream sequences, yes. but then you like kind of go what if what if we just went completely buck wild and you do there are some shots where you're just just really impressed and it just looks so cool visually and i love how they use the different angles of mirrors to portray uh depth where they can run in front of a mirror and it's like there's a whole nother path into the mirror dimension you didn't even think about until it changed angles just slightly and then they run into it it was insane to me Mm. uh i love how uh, the the final scene right before he goes to Dormammu where he's using the time stone to reverse everything and you're seeing people come back to life yeah. like you see this guy dead on the ground he flies up into a car that's and neat. yeah that's Whoa. cool that's so sick you see buildings go back up you see Wong come back you to life you see Wong come yeah. back to life and he's like oh I know I know I'm breaking the natural world well, at this point keep going I mean <laughs> don't stop now don't yep. stop now yep so very cool. I think that's. I'll come back to the 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 reversing later with my favorite scene. But I'll say this, and I've been pretty hot on this movie in the past. This is probably the watch through where I noticed a lot of the issues that I have hmm. with this with this movie. It's not perfect. Yeah, it's it's not a perfect movie for sure, and it's not. I wanted this to be up there with the greats. As far as my list personally goes, and I just I couldn't give it that extra mm. oomph up to mm-hmm. like the higher scores. I'm not going to give away my score now, but there were just some things where I'm like, oh, I don't know, like I can't give it uh, that high of a score. Like I wanted this to be better, but mm. there are just some things that I am not the biggest Name fan them. of. What what kind of things are you thinking about? Well, the first one is the how short. It is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How short it is. I kind of explained that one already. The first one is how short it is. The next one is the humor. The humor really does not work for me in this one. I thought quite a few of them worked, and I, I feel like they used it a bit more sparingly than some of the other Marvel movies of the time. That I would Especially agree with when you. everything was following the Guardians of the Galaxy curve right now. Yeah, they're. This is, this is a lot more so tame. Really tame. I, I agree. Think. 
The only joke that I think works in this movie is when Stephen Strange says, man, used, people used to think I was funny. And Wong says, quickly, did they work for you? Mm -hmm. And that <laughs> that's a pretty funny joke. Other than that, the well, humor is laughing not, at the end. It's not, no. I like it. It's not exactly it like a humor, humor filled movie, though, either. No. But you can tell they have those. In, like, what? There's a whole scene that is introduced when Strange comes up and talks to him about the names and then and then instantly the next scene is him listening to Beyonce and he's stealing the books from mm -hmm. the page like well, he's got to do his research there could <laughs> uh, yeah and yes but there could have been time between that between yeah. that I, I think it's too quick totally the joke pays off too quickly I, I think that's because it's a new IP it has to not not like new to the Marvel, but new to the MCU. So they want to be bold. They want to make it different from the other movies, but they also need to play it safe for the casual viewers mm -hmm. who may have not gone for the lore, but they're there for the blockbuster of November. <laughs> and that's one of my biggest and that's issues. A gripe. But that's my biggest issue yeah. with this because think about Harry Potter. The first Harry Potter movie is two hours and 40 or so minutes. Are you serious? Because they have to introduce you to that world. Check out how long that is. It's a pretty beefy runtime, the first and second Harry Potter films. I remember it being long. But they have to introduce us to this world, and I think Doctor Strange Dang, two and is... two and a half. Yeah. Oh! Doctor Strange's world is so rich with mythology and storytelling that the runtime, the short runtime, it's an hour 57. It hurts it so much. There is so much to this world. I want to see more of it. Mm. And because it's a Marvel film, because it has to play by the formula, I feel like it takes away from what could be a really spectacular see, film. See, you throw that word formula out there, but I feel like this... It's the least formulaic movie we've seen in one, like the whole marathon with how how it goes and how he takes down Dormammu in the end. It's completely different. Like that, the structure of this movie is a lot different than how these normal Marvel movies go. You you open up, you have an action sequence, right, and then you really, I mean, twelve minutes into the movie, he he crashes a car. That's mm. quick. That's too quick. But like. The whole middle, there aren't really like action sequences. There's a fight. There's like three, and I know whatever, maybe, <laughs> but it they feel different than how nor a normal set piece would feel in a Marvel movie because they use the set pieces here to explore the world. Yes, it's not yeah. like they oh, need more room for lore. Right. Yeah. So I did a runtime check halfway through when Caecilius attacks the Sanctums all across the world. Mm -hmm. And that's about an hour into the film. There's an hour left. From then on, it's action. Until the very end. Mm -hmm. Between Caecilius, Doctor Strange, Mordo, and then Dormammu at the end. There's brief explanations of what's going on in between each scene. But it's action, 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 action. Throughout the whole thing. He gets the his kind cape. of action is different, though. I, and the breaks yes. from action are great. The I scene agree. with Strange and the Ancient One... That's a, so, top, that's a top 10 MCU scene for me, personally. It, yeah, I, that's where my gripes are going to stop, because I really do... I have a lot of love for this movie. It's I just this time, a lot of gripes yeah. were... You, you watch a certain movie evident. five, six times, you're going to get tired of it. You're going to get tired of aspects of it. So, totally. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about um, uh, Christine Palmer? 
Do you guys think that that's one of the bigger criticisms of the movie is is how Christine wasn't used in a very deep way. All she was there to do was to say, Strange, you're egotistical. See ya. I'll tell you what, though. The kiss on the cheek? Love that. Like I bet you love that. No, 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 because it was <laughs> it was an earned moment. It wasn't like they're making out here. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, like, it was like, like a forgiveness. Like, kinda. Yeah. It I that that I liked. And yeah, she's not in a ton of the movie, but I think what she's in is good. Like she she's the one who first introduced the idea like strangers more to life. You gotta find a different purpose than just being a doctor. She introduces this idea into him. I agree. As a love interest, Christine Palmer falls by the wayside. Yeah, but like they're not using her. 10. They're not using her as a love interest. They're using her to develop strange as a person. And I also will say this, she might not be the best in this, but how they use Christine Palmer in everything else, especially in What If, I yeah. think yeah. really solidifies why she's necessary for Strange as a character. Yeah, and like uh, how they use Mordo in the, the next movie based on this canon. <laughs> how they should have used This canon Mordo? <laughs> yeah. Peak. yeah so we're going to cool. talk about that one. That's a good, oh. that's a good complaint Though I don't have that one, what about I don't for Kaisili? So you guys think that they wasted a, a an A list actor such as Mads Mikkelsen uh, on just one movie instead of a multi movie? So character? that's that's a good point because I noticed at the end, no one dies. These villains don't die. Dormammu takes them and leaves. Yeah. At the end of Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange goes into the dark dimension. We could very much see this whole cast back. So, oh, sick. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, we could. So, yeah, I think they could have utilized him more, but he fades away. He doesn't die. So he he's still on the board, I'd say. I loved Mordo's character motivations in this. So he is... Yeah, Mordo's good. He's trying to be lawful good, right? He's yeah. trying to be playing by the book, doing everything right. Do everything then, right because the Ancient One does everything Yeah, because the Ancient right. One doesn't really... Yeah. Right. And now the Ancient One doesn't do everything right. And now his whole worldview is changing. What is the lawful good approach to every situation here? And we see in that post credit scene, no one should have. Now he's chaotic good. Now no one should have this power. Because like, no one is deserving. It's like when you, fi when you finally grow to an age where you realize your parents aren't perfect. And you're like, wait, what? What, what do you mean? On. Like, what? <laughs> my, my parents are perfect. <laughs> I, I'm like, it hasn't real. that age yet, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, the Easter but, Bunny's coming soon. So, Caecilius. Mm -hmm. Back to him. The character of Caecilius is something that's very interesting. Caecilius and because, two goons. Or I should say, could have been very interesting. He has a backstory. But it's not really explored. It's, it's implied to in this movie. But there is a comic pre-Doctor Strange set in the MCU where it's alluded to and it's shown in this comic that his he loses everything, his family, and that forces him or propels him to get this knowledge at Kamartage. Mm. But that's never explored yeah. In the film, there's no depth to his character. He is just evil for the sake of evil. And I or think so we are led to believe. As far as his motivations go in the movie, I actually like wrote it down. I thought they were pretty strong because he's like, we are all bound to this thing known as time. End of the day, everyone dies. We're all enslaved to time, right? It's not me versus you. It's us versus time. And his goal is to join Dormammu, who is in 
a dimension without time and have that rule where there is no time where time doesn't rule so that for me that really worked because it felt like a like yeah we don't expound on who he is and what he went through but as far as like that raw motivation goes i really liked that but as i feel like as a viewer that's not enough to attach me mm-hmm. to the character getting to a dimension that is beyond time does not do it for me right, right. i like as how a motivation i like how whatever motivation how his character is there solely to introduce us to the concept of time in the MCU as not only a set piece but kind of a character now time is a villain mm-hmm. time is the enemy of all of these characters they're, they're growing weaker they're growing you know the multiverse is against them now with Loki we see all of this and just Dropping little sprinkles of of certain villains having their powers be multiverse related is very cool to me to see mm-hmm. early on. Yeah, I mean this isn't really that early on anymore. We're in phase three, but before the multiverse saga, saga yeah, we yeah. are uh, we're we're seeing this and it's really cool. Another thing that I really really enjoy about this movie, I've talked enough about the bads that I don't like is Stephen Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's fantastic in the mm. role. People he's, hate him. I, I understand that, but I, well, I can't understand it. No. I don't know where they're coming from. He, from the start of the movie, you can call it quick that he gets in the car crash. I don't, I personally think it kind of flows well. He sits on the doorstep of Camartage for five hours. They finally Mm -hmm. let him in and he learns all of this stuff and as he figures out like I love when he's talking to the Ancient One and he's using these medical terms. So you figured out how to reorient the cells and he's using these like scientific terms and then the Ancient One's just like well, in a way, She's, yeah, we use. She, she uses this great analogy with a with a keyhole. Yeah, you've been trying to uh, widen the widen keyhole. the keyhole, but now that your whole life you've been trying to widen this keyhole, but now that I give you something that tells you you can widen that keyhole, you refuse to believe me. Yeah, like, I I think the dialogue, any scene between the ancient one and strange, yep. I think the dialogue is written so well, and I just I get engulfed in what the like. I'm like sitting there, whatever the ancient one's saying, I'm like writing down like, wow, that's a good, I'm going to apply that to my life. I'm going to put that that on my wall. That's really good. See, it was so good that there was a tribute that came out after Endgame and they panned across Captain America and especially Iron Man was the highlight and they used the ancient one's dialogue. Mm. Death is what gives life meaning. We don't get to choose our time. Like, and it was this great tribute, but the ancient one's word, it's all because of how great she is in this movie. And that's wrote this. And that's it. She I mean, she's in Endgame. She makes an appearance there, but I agree, Ethan. She's got some fantastic lines of dialogue. And then right after that, she's like, open your mind. We get Probably the most fantastic, visually stunning mm, scene yeah. in the MCU so far as he goes through these multiverses? What would know. you call what, what he... The, the movie uses multiverse. Right. But I think maybe at this point of time in, in the MCU and what they viewed as a multiverse is a little different than what it turned out it turns out to be in later mm. films. But they, they use the term multiverse. For right. It. Yeah. 
your this universe is one of an infinite number is mm -hmm. what I think she says. Yeah. Yeah. Ancient one's great. Controversy that it should have been uh to old Tibetan man monk. I can see if you're a fan of the comic character, I can see your gripes. I personally was never. I, I'd never read I'm a picked up by this ancient one portrayal. I, 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 I mean, yeah. Where whatever comic book accurate, I don't care. Yeah, this is a fair trade. I love uh, Tilda Swinson's portrayal well, of from this Narnia, character. bro. This is the yeah. especially because now the we White do Witch. have a multiverse. Now, yeah. like this is the MCU's interpretation of the ancient one. Yeah, I have no problem with that especially because she did so well Tilda Swinton mm. and yes you bring up Narnia have to shout out Narnia as a kid sitting in the theaters watching this I'm like oh that's the, that's the white witch or whatever her face was in that that's good stuff man going back to Caecilius how do you guys feel this compares to other MCU villains so we've seen a um, bunch of different ones so far we've seen villains from heroes we've seen heroes turn to villains we've turned like what what are where, where are we like ranking this? Is this one of the better villains in our opinion, or is this kind of like a, a a shell of a of a villain? Do you it's think it's definitely not like just the there worst. to have the origin story? Does this fall? Into I think that if we're Iron doing Man like one? we're drawing a line, I say he's just above like the. I think he's just barely good. Okay, because you know? so I, I don't think he's I don't think he's bad. There, yeah. I'm trying to think like who's the bad? Like Whiplash, we throwing him in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Is he the bad? Who who else we got in the bad category? We got uh, Malekith. Killian. Malekith is no good. See, Caecilius is along those lines yeah. for me. He's not. He doesn't. He's not. Red face. <laughs> Red skull. <laughs> Red skull. Yeah. No. Red skull. Well, <laughs> as far as motivate, I, I just like Red Skull. But yeah, he's lower on the list. He, he there's no way that this stacks up to Loki, Bucky. Like no. this, this is way better. Mm. This is those are way better than this for sure. At least in my I liked mind. how when uh, Doctor Strange is like, "Oh yeah, you guys are stuck in the mirror dimension where you can't affect <laughs> the outside world." Yeah, and then Kaisilis is like, <laughs> "Idiot! Guess you should have read the warnings." Because we're actually better in the mirror dimension, sucker. M Mor Mordo actually says that he's like, oh okay, it's like they've mastered the arts here. They're they're stronger here, and he's cool. like, this like, oh, is shoot. clever. This yeah. is suicide, man. Yeah. And I gotta say, like the relics are just so cool. The what an awesome idea that opens up so right. much like, more in the I MCU. When there there's that box and they're just handing out sling rings, like man, what. What goes into that sling ring? Yeah, to where, I gotta get one. Like, can mass produce Because Doctor Strange, he cannot open a portal without that sling ring. We even know, like, in Spider-Man No Way Home, he gets trapped, right? He he needs a sling ring to open the, the portal. So, like, what what is encapsulated in that <laughs> sling ring, and how do I get one? <laughs> yeah, one single unicorn hair. Yeah, I, if I never need a car, dude, to sling everywhere I'm going. You know, this actually, when he when they were practicing using the portals... One of my biggest gripes with No Way Home is that Ned, Ned just opens gets a portal yeah. right there and then. He's got magic in his blood. So I don't like that because it's never established until that point just so they can do that. What I do like, though, is the explanation of why and how you can make those work to your advantage. They say the clearer you can picture this, the easier time you will have to open up a portal. So when Ned opens up a portal... For Peter Parker, 
he instantly is able to picture his best friend. That's how he's able to open it up so quickly. Mm -hmm. To two different Peter Parkers. That is how I am choosing to look at that scene from No Way Home now. I think he's just got too much magic in him. uh, (laughs) I mean, that's true. He overflows it. Look at Ned Leeds. I mean, you saw the other guys in, in Doctor Strange. They were able to conjure a portal pretty... I mean, we don't know how long it took, but still, they were able to do it. And they said that they established in this movie that magic is not based on um, like your abilities or skill or whatever. It's just based on your belief in it, basically. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. I don't remember the exact quote, but it was like, uh, "Your mind is limiting you." Yeah. 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 That that's what or it's no, kind of like with he, Green Lantern. He's, he's like. <laughs> My hands, my hands don't allow me to do it. Yeah. And she brings out the other guy, and he does Master it with no Hummy hand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's not, it's not your hands; it's your mind that's limiting you. Mm-hmm. Something strange never wants to hear that his mind is the thing letting him down. Something that did not let us down in this movie, at least the the score by Michael Giacchino. I believe it's his first. I can check in that. the MCU. Check that. Check, fact check me, but I think it's his My first. My lost alum. Listen, man, he does such good work on this film. Yep, the strange theme is all is done very well. Very strange. Go listen to Go for Baroque <laughs> and Strange Days Ahead. Those two are particularly fantastic. And then also the end credits theme. Very, very good. And I think the score is one of the best mm. in this whole marathon cool. that we've gotten yet. Michael Giacchino, he never disappoints. He does the music also for Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, well, the whole Spider-Man home trilogy does not disappoint. Yeah, yeah. I what? think he should have leaned into the the harpsichord more. That would have been cool. I think he did. I think he. I didn't notice it as much mm. as I wish I did. Like, ooh, this would have been a cool spot. Uh, it was. Is there? So, and the marathon, we've had some pretty cool costumes. You know, some superhero suits. This come, come along the way. This one's up there, right? As like maybe. Top five easily, right? This is a a top tier suit. We gotta talk about superhero costumes. Yeah, like we do. Deadpool, his is up there for oh, yeah. sure. Deadpool, Iron Man, depending Iron on Man, which yep. which mark we're talking. Which mark are you talking though? What what's his uh mark in the in Iron Man one? Mark Mark three. Mark three. three. I like Mark three. Hot Rod. Hot Rod Red. Yeah. Hot Rod that Red might be my that. favorite. But he, Iron Man's got so many great suits. Uh, though. Yes. The, the briefcase suit, mm-hmm. the Endgame suit, just name it. Uh, Spider Man, Raimi Spider Man, I think is a solid suit. If we're doing yes. Spider Man, you can throw yeah. uh, Andrew, Andrew in there. Yeah. Amazing Spider Man across the Spider Verse twenty nine nine live action. The, yeah. And I'm glad oh. you highlight this oh. because the costuming <laughs> for this whole movie is who did the who, who's in the costume department for Doctor know. Strange? You probably yeah. don't have that one. You probably have to IMDb up, that one. But every costume, Mordo's costume, mm-hmm. the bright green, the ancient one with really the yellow Alexandra shoes. Burn, dude. Is that? A, I'm assuming Alexandra. She did a fantastic job. She did Guardians. She did. Oh, get this. The Flash 2023. <laughs> yes! Let's go. Shout Listen, out. Man. She did Age of Ultron, uh, The Avengers, Thor, uh, Phantom of the Opera. That's mm-hmm. sick. Strange has got to be top five, maybe even top three. So she's got a thing for capes. She got Phantom of the Opera. She got Doctor Strange. There you go. I think, yeah. I, 300 thank you for highlighting that. I, I completely and forgot. I love that the, the relics that in the world, kind of like wands and Harry Potter, they choose you. 
You don't right? know how to use that, do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but like, what a cool relic to pick you—the cloak of levitation. Oh. Man, it. it and it's got personality. Like he already has a cool suit with the robes. Then you throw that cloak on there, and. Like, the cloak saves his life, like, four times in this movie. Doctor Strange would be dead. We'd have no character without this cloak. And it's, like, in the Thor movie, in the fourth Thor movie, they kind of turn Mjolnir. They try to give it the personality that they give the cloak. But they do that randomly in Thor 4. Yeah. This, right off the bat, they're like, all right, the cloak's going to have personality. Yeah. It's going to be a character on its own. And I, I love to see that. It's such a cool relic. And you know what? Doctor Strange would have died if not for how smashing this did in the box office. Mm. $678 million globally. Interesting. Uh, with a budget of 165 mm. So he definitely made, made about money back. four times his budget. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. It's good stuff. That's a, as yeah. far as Marvel movies go, especially now, that's pretty low. Yeah, it was. It didn't make nearly as much as its sequel, which is a good thing. You want it to make a bunch more, but... The sequel? The sequel made nine hundred fifty-five mil. Multiverse of Madness did. It might be up more now. I haven't checked. Holy cow! Even updated your graph. Wow. A good amount, yeah. Interesting. So this was yeah nine fifty-five right now. Point eight. Yep. No wonder they waited so long to make a a sequel. Huh. It was the one. Well, they beefed up his role in Endgame and Infinity War because of yeah his role in in Infinity War particularly is. Awesome, and I love to see them like because now rumors are that a third Strange movie is going to come out before the next two Avengers movies. I'm loving that. Yes, they're saying that Strange is going to be a key character in the next two Good. Avengers movie. Keep doing that. He's one of be. the he's one of the heroes now that you see and you go, yeah, that's Marvel. Like when you lose your Tony, you lose your Cap. This guy, this guy, I think is there to where he can be that next next guy up. And I think so. What makes this such an interesting movie mm-hmm. for me is is specifically what he means to the MCU. And I think we've kind of lost that in re- very much recent projects. Doctor Strange is a huge character with a ton of power and a ton of potential to mess things up or have influence on the MCU. So you have to take him seriously mm-hmm. so you're that much more invested in the character. Fast forward to 2022, and we have a show about She-Hulk. Two very different characters with two very different... I just am not invested as much as I am in She-Hulk. Why are we getting these projects about She-Hulk? And you're wondering why there's not as much fan investment. We do do get some Wong in She-Hulk, though. Let's clear that up. Probably the best part of She-Hulk. Let's be honest here. Uh, and Matt Murdock. Yeah, Matt Murdock. Well, that's a good point. Actually, I, yes. Is this the first time in the MCU... Would you guys say that this is the first canon uh, multiversal diversion? Uh, or whatever you want to call it? You mean it? like... Because he does stuff in this movie that... Yeah, because the, like they the go TVA back to... The might, might get involved They go with. back to Avengers in, uh-huh. in Endgame, right? Yeah. And that would be like the earliest point. But... Would this be the first in the original canon MCU timeline where the multiverse is split? Well, you never because know. Because he uses too much. Yeah. He may have been, you know, head canon here, the first sorcerer to really not care about the warnings grab or not the, read about grab the, the time stone. Yeah, and grab the really time stone. Crazy, yeah. Work some magic, 
create a branch. Mm. He de- a branch like was that. definitely made. Yeah, many branches probably. I mean, he saved all of the world <laughs> with a branch. I guess it didn't really matter because the TVA didn't come in. And, and at least Wong showed up. Mm-hmm. That's, Wong survived, so... That's true. Uh, they Stan- explain that in Loki, though, why certain things don't happen, right? Right, yeah. Why certain yes. like, branches... The okay. Avenger- they say, they use a quote, what the Avengers were supposed to do was supposed to happen, but Loki... Yeah, and same thing with, like, um, we were exploring that in the Spider-Verse movies, too. Mm-hmm. What a canon event is and what isn't. A- and we can see that canon events could be issued with multiverse counterparts too yeah which is very interesting can't wait to talk about it and you have that whole what if episode revolving what's the term they use in walt uh in what if it's not canon event they don't do they use incursions no 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 it's it's not nexus point it might be whatever the term they use like laura palmer's is that her name no christine palmer yeah christine palmer's death in the what if episode like we see Doctor Strange point. use the time stone over point. and over. He a tries fix point. point. There Frost we go. Good. Spaghetti noodles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the X Men spaghetti noodles. X-Men spaghetti. Oh no, the the Flash, the Flash spaghetti noodles. Stanley, yeah. During the uh, this is hilarious. Was he reading um, the cosmic horror guy? I wrote it down. Strange, strange love, like no, 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 no. It's 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 H.P. Lovecraft. Was he reading? No, H. he P. wasn't. Lovecraft? He was reading like he was reading Aldous Huxley's The Doors of Perception. Mm-hmm. Oh, while laughing at it. Interesting. Yes. That this is, is hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> I doubt that's a funny book. <laughs> <laughs> it was to him though. Yeah. It did. Good Stanley cameo. Yeah. End credits. Yeah, a little oh, it is about the themes of the movie, though, which is cool. Oh, there you go. Pretty fun. Yeah, we've we've hit a point oh, well, where... He filmed his cameos for Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, and Homecoming on the same day. Good, oh, wow. Good guy. Look at him. <laughs> Making his rounds. No, but yeah, the, the post-credit scenes, we're at this point where they're kind of like, oh, just pull that clip from that next movie. Just throw it in there. They did that with, uh, whatever, they put a... At the end of Ant-Man, they had... A clip from Civil War. So at the end of this, they have a clip from Ragnarok just in there. I mean, it started with uh, what was the movie right before Avengers, where they just had the teaser. <laughs> so trash. Worst post credit scene ever. Captain America. Captain America. Well, you can accuse No Way Home of doing that same thing too. Yeah, yeah it does. No Way Home's post credit scenes are terrible. That's one of the worst. Was this one of the, the first back to form? Back to formula. Back to formula. Post credit scenes. I mean, this was a good post-credit scene, Yeah, I can't scene, wait man. to see Mordo in the Thor, next bro. one. I'm, th- I'm oh, talking about the, like the first one. What? The, mid- the Mordo scene. one is really cool, too. If they followed up with that. that well, they were I remember to, I watched dude. this movie before Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness came out, and I was pumped. That was in my predictions list, remember? Yeah. yeah. I was like, guys, I cannot wait to see what they do with Mordo. In the original storyboards, they do have Mordo being a part of it. What? He's hunting down sorcerers. And in the mo- in the storyboards, he's hunting down the Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch is way powerful, so she absolutely <laughs> obliterates him. But they wanted to make the reveal when Strange figures it out, you figure it out with the audience. But mm. I personally think it would have been way cooler to see Wanda wipe the floor with Mordo. And, I mean, but now, like, cutting that out, he could still be alive in our MCU. And, uh... That also goes into them panning off 
the direction, right? They True. Switch, yes. switch of directors. What is this? Scott Derrickson did this? Scott Derrickson, yep. Yeah. This was his only Marvel movie. That's true. It's a good point. Gentlemen, Raimi's, I think it's... Raimi's set up for uh, possibly Avenger director. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's a good point. Good plug right there, man. That would be great, I think. Can you imagine a sub-two-hour <laughs> Avengers movie, movie because <laughs> Raimi's so quick? <laughs> Raimi is concise. No, if, right. they, if they give him the reins, dude, he'll go He'll go far. Throw Toby in there, yeah. Ooh. All right, boys, favorite character. Ooh. This has got a lot of good yeah, ones. Yeah, it does. Yeah. A lot of good ones to pick from, and I'll shoot Micah this question first. Who's the best? Ooh. I'm the best. I'm, I'm going to say my favorite character of this film is... We're going to... Oh... I don't want to just go with Strange, but I might just have to. Go with him, yeah. I'll go with Strange because, uh, I mean, this is such... A, I said it earlier. He's such a bold character to put out at this point mm -hmm. in MCU because at that time, I didn't watch it because it was a new character. To put out a new character in the middle of Phase 3, that's, that's crazy. And... Uh, they take it in all the right directions to me. They've got the tragic story of him losing his fingers, losing his hands, and his whole life invested in his work, like what Ethan said. And now he's got nothing. Mm -hmm. he, he throws all of his money at it. He throws the money he doesn't even have yeah. to try to compensate, to try to get this back, and he can't. But in the power of magic <laughs> and the friends we made along the yes. way... He figures something out. He oh, gets yeah. it done. Yeah. His arc is fantastic. Love his powers. I don't care how quick he learns it. I like that that's just because he's a doctor. It's fine. They say, Oh, I got my my masters and my doctorate the same year. Works for me. All right. Keep it moving. You can do a lot with a photographic memory. Yeah. I it was believable to me that this character that they introduce us to can become a sorcerer in forty five minutes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. They do a good job at like letting you know how trashy this guy is right off the bat. Mm. You're like, yeah, especially the way he treats his other doctor. Yeah, I don't really like this guy. He's kind of like House. Which you guys seen House? That same, yeah, that same doctor comes in. He sits next to him in the wedding in uh, Doctor Strange Two, and he's like, "You, you guys suck. You Avengers suck, man. Yeah, you destroyed everything." <laughs> I don't remember much scene. of Multiverse of Madness. I can't wait to watch that again. Yeah, that's gonna be good stuff. I only watched that in theaters. Ethan. No, yeah, he, he had a great pick with, with Strange, but I'll go the, the opposite of that. I'll go the ancient one. Okay. I, I think she's great, and just the relationship those two have, and kind of how she's the one that shows Doctor Strange not only, like, gives him a purpose, but she also shows him that it's okay to break the mystic rule sometimes if it's for the quote-unquote greater good, right? Like, by all means, use the time stone to go back in time and save him in the end, right? And yeah. she she did oh. she did tap into the dark dimension to stay young, but I I love their relationship and everything she says to him and uh the last scene, I'm forgetting the whole dialogue. Do you know the dialogue that they exchange in that last Which scene one together? Are you looking for? The the scene where she dies. Yeah. Oh, she's on yeah. the uh, here I am stretching out a, a mere moments into millions of experiences or whatever that, that's really when dr strange accepts like yeah this is my this is my purpose and this is what i want to live for i want to live for this right it's about finding meaning in 
the greater things in you life. You can go back to your old life with the power you have, and the world would be all the lesser for mm-hmm. it. Yes, right there. Good quote, Ben. Mm. That I I think her relationship with Strange what like the quotes she says that I can apply to my own life, my yeah. own walk. Stretching uh, one moment out into the thousand. Yeah. Just it, so that I could watch the snow. Yeah, she's she's really good. And I, I just think that whatever she says I'm able to apply to my own life as as a Christian and as just uh someone living life. It's it's all really applicable to me. Yes. Are you gonna become a sorcerer? Yeah, sorcerer supreme, man. All right. Great power. You already got the eye. I like how they don't just give him sorcerer supreme at the end of this. It's not just the gold medal for blowing up the Death Star. This yeah. is a... Uh, this is cool. As far, yeah, like, so... Like the world will be unprotected for a little bit. So, like, cool superheroes need their cool lairs, right? Obviously, this is no Batcave. There's no Batcave. Good one. But this, the Sanctum is there, right? Where does the Sanctum rank? Like, what else do we have in, as far as lairs go? I wish they would explore the Sanctum mansion. more. Yeah, Tony's mansion, his <laughs> basement, his garage. Caps... If you're going to the most famous, you got to go Batcave. Yeah, you go Batcave, but this is the this sanctum is, up there. is epic. Yeah, yeah. Peter's apartment. <laughs> That's a good lair. <laughs> this oh, is a the, good one. The though. Big Hero Six lair. Oh, true, yeah. true. Did you put the van up? The van's still up on the shelf. What's it doing up there? The X Mansion. I screwed up. Oh my goodness! Here, hang on. Ben's, I'll get it. Ben's gonna. Right. Ben's gonna. Well, go he's grab getting it. the the thing. I'm gonna run through scores. Oh no, no, Ben, you still got a scene, right? Ben's still got a scene. A scene. Yeah. Have to... Oh, I'm going too fast. I gotta, I? I gotta, I gotta talk in the mic here. You are going too fast. I haven't even said my favorite Sorry, character. It's 11:30. <laughs> yeah, it's a late one, boys. It's a late one. Uh, real quick, I, my favorite character is going to be Wong. It was going to be Doctor Strange, but it's already been taken. So I'm going to go with Wong. Yeah. Wong is absolutely fantastic, oh, especially because of the beast that he becomes. But I want to shout out. Uh, character who's just in it for a quick second and also in the end credit scene Jonathan Pangborn I think the actor who plays him in the scene that he's in my mind mind was elevated like the way that he talks to Strange in that I love it he has a lead role in a show that came out this year directed by Ryan Johnson Poker Face really good show like recommend anyone listening that was advertised a long time to death and I just didn't want to watch because of it it's a good show on Peacock yeah Yeah. worth your time totally Benjamin Bratt and uh, he's fantastic. I was like, I want to. Oh, he's Ernesto like, de la Cruz and Coco. He could mm. do a good show. I feel like he could lead a show for sure. Talking favorite scenes. This one I'm also going to shoot to you, Micah. Favorite scene in Doctor Strange. My favorite scene is when he is on his first uh, study session at. At uh, that first study montage of him at uh, Comertage, where he's like reading all these books, he turns them into Wong. You read all these? Uh, yeah. And then he brings him to the come with me. Brings him to the other library. This is for the more experienced people. I want to get you started with this. I want you to start with this. Mm. And it's all these like cool words that I don't know about and I want to <laughs> know about. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I love lore dumps, man. Lore dumps are awesome <laughs> dumps are because good. they don't hold your hand, and Marvel holds your hand too much. Yeah. Oh, it's great. And then you see Strange, just like, oh yeah, uh, I understand this now because I just read the book. <laughs> I so cool to me. <laughs> lore dumps are not Marvel specialty, but they do it good in this one. I, yeah. I like that a lot. 
Ethan. Yeah, uh, I'll just take the scene between the Ancient One and oh, Doctor Strange at the, at the which which one are you, you going to take that scene? Uh, I'll give you that one. I'll take the one in the their first main interaction where she's talking about Ooh. the keyhole. Okay. Oh, keyhole. You know, and she's first trying to open his mind up to this idea, and she's showing him the books, and he's looking at them, and like, really, I came all this way for you to tell me mm. this garbage. I and could she, find this in a gift shop. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then she sends him through all the dimensions, and she's like, "Did I do that in a gift shop?" Yeah, could you mm. find that in a gift shop. <laughs> you know, I like that. Her introducing him to something bigger. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I, I appreciate. You. I appreciate. We took, we took all the good characters. I'll give you the good scene. Listen, that okay. That scene just is the best scene in the movie. Like it, it's not even close. What she so another thing that we haven't really talked about because we kind of have talked this scene to death. But one of the nice little details is the lightning that is slowly mm. coming and creeping into the frame. I think it's beautiful and. A lot of that is due to the Ancient One's dialogue, which we've already talked about. Death is what gives life meaning. We don't get to choose our time. I think that quote is so powerful. For any any moment in life, any time you're experiencing a tragic a tragedy of any kind, death is what gives life meaning. To know your days are numbered. Your life is short. Like, there's so much that you can do. So, so much to that scene, that's why it's the best. But now, we go scores. But before we give you ours, Micah has, of course, many to talk about. So, we have this thing called the Hollywood Reporter list. Ooh, iconic. Know, uh, they rank 70 Marvel movies, worst to best, and uh, it, it could be a pretty good list, right? Except it's <laughs> trash. It's the worst uh, list ever. Where's Doctor Strange? Is it above or below Ant-Man? Oh, I mean, it should we be did above. Ant-Man a few weeks ago. I don't remember where that one fell. We even had a... I don't even know if I talked about it in the end. I think cast. we did. We, we, always, we always try to touch on this really great article that they put together. Yes. I think it's above Ant-Man. Above. Above? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ant-Man is 11th place. Oh. Out of 70. Doctor Strange is... Tenth, just wow. under X Men one. Ten. They uh, tenth place. <laughs> they went. They went wild. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange tenth. Avengers Endgame. For those Endgame. of you new to the Hollywood yeah. Reporter list, Endgame is thirty six. <laughs> Do you think we're gonna have any any movie that matches the place that they put it on their list? Right now, list? Uh, the Avengers could be close. They have it at number one. Yeah, but one. that's not gonna stay there. It's not gonna be the same. No. Um. I have no idea which one could even be even close because the numbers are all changed as we add more movies. Right. So, Doctor Strange, uh, let's go through all of our online scores. Rotten Tomatoes Critic is at an 89. Audience is at an 86. Metacritic is a 72. Metacritic User, 8.0. IMDb, 7.5. And Letterboxd, 3.5 out of 5. Averaging out to a 78.6. For our online huh. score, placing it in 22nd place. Just well above half. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the list is. I'm not going to reorganize it. Which I'm glad. Yeah, 22nd place. That's not bad. It's like just underneath Far From Home and stuff. And uh, Homecoming, according to the internet. Ooh, I like that. So I like the And Black Panther's on that same spot, too. But yeah. Okay. But who cares? We got of some course. own scores. 
I like to hear what the internet thinks, but who, it don't it's matter. What, it's what we think that matters. Shoot. This is why, what this do is why I people think? have sat through an hour of podcast. Hear this far right here. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is the good stuff. I always look forward the to good it. stuff. Ethan. Ooh, okay. Doctor Strange. Like, like I, I said, I really enjoy the character work in this movie. And I do think, yeah, you bring up some interesting points about the pacing, how it's a little quick at points. Uh, they throw a lot of lore in there. But I think, I don't know, I still think I really like this movie. I This was one of those movies that I was watching, and I was looking at the visuals and what they were they were telling me, and the writing of certain moments and certain scenes. And I was like, this is one of those movies that I think, if it was not clumped inside the MCU, people would think about this. Like, there, there'd be a core group of fans surrounding this movie that isn't MCU people yep. that would really adore the magic and the world that this movie has to offer. And I think that all the credit to it. And like I said, the character work, Dr. Strange is really good. The ancient one is really good. Even the little arc, they give Mordo. And I, I like all that. And I don't really have too many negatives. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen is a little, he, he's on the weaker side for sure. And Dormammu is kind of there. I mean, I love the time dilation though. I love the time stone, the introduction of that, all the magic sling rings, the cloak of levitation. This is all stuff that I love so much. And I'm, I'm thinking about all this, looking at everything. I think this is my second favorite origin film Ooh. that we've hit on this list. Ever? Oh, on the marathon. Yeah. Wow. Not just MCU. This is my second favorite. I think, only other one for me that beats it is Iron Man. And I think I have Iron Man. Is that an 8.7? Iron Man, you gave an 8.7. 8.7. Okay, it's not that high. Guardians, you gave a 9.6. Yeah, is so that origin? Gu- Guardians, I, I, don't, I don't put as okay. a... It's a little different. That That's a group. Yep. And they're not really superheroes. They're a team. Right. So Captain if we're America, counting that... Eight. yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. 7.5. Mm-hmm. Thor, 7.5. Yeah, so this one, I... I uh, go to 8.5. 8.5 Doctor okay. Strange. I I I enjoy this movie a lot more than I you know my my positives outweigh the negatives so far in this yeah. movie. But it's it's not a 9. I like 8.5 right in the middle. Nice. Micah? While you were saying that I was thinking about what scores I should give it and I realized I had a lot of the same things that I liked about this movie as I did with Thor. Mm. Remember I was talking about how the the lore from Thor yeah, that range, yeah. of uh, all that Norse mythology, super sick. They don't really use it after this movie. Same with this. I mean, like he's got his cloak, he's got his stuff, he's got a sling ring. We don't really get to see any more really new sorcerer yeah. stuff after this. So with that, I've got like the same arguments for Thor as this movie. I, I, I'm realizing just now, why not the same score? 8.6. Cool. Wow. 8.6. Some high scores. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Doctor this, this is really solid. Ben will bring no, some, it, some levity to the, it, the score. It's good. You're not going to... F- this is not a, a podcast where you're going to find the deep hatred. Because there are some people who... Totally. I don't understand. Yeah. that really, really do not like this movie. You go on Letterboxd, you'll see some pretty negative people. You're not going to find that here. I think I have more problems than the other two gentlemen sitting next to me. But... I the positives, like Ethan said, for me definitely outweigh the negatives. I think the pacing is off, Mm -hmm. and I think that Kaecilius is definitely one of the weakest villains that we've had on this watch through. But other than that, 
and some humor that doesn't really land very well with me. I don't have a lot of bad things to say about Doctor Strange. I really like this movie. I think this movie does a lot for the MCU. I think it does a lot for filmmaking. This is one of those ones where it's like, you gotta probably see this in 3D. This is something that's worth the 3D 3D experience. And I think what they were able to achieve via special effects was truly outstanding. Mm. So with all of that in mind and the fantastic performances by Benedict Cumberbatch and Tilda Swinton in particular, I I got to give this movie an eight. Mm. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, we got so pretty good score on this one. I'm actually going to update my score. Oh, um, I feel like I have an, a, a better appreciation for what Thor and oh. Doctor Strange did because of how bold they were with their lore dumps and their just everything. You're not updating your Thor score. I can't update my you Thor can't. score. can't. You're not allowed. I'm not allowed. But I can <laughs> update my Doctor Strange score. You can. To an yeah. 8.8. Okay. I'm doing 8.8. All you right. Were, you were an 8.6 before? I was an 8.6 before. That Bumped point, it up another point two, 0.2. carries you. Yeah. It does. It does. Um, so, with Ethan's 8.5, Ben with your 8, and me with my 8.8, that averages out to an 8.4 mm. out of 10. Pretty good. Wow. Pretty, That's pretty solid good. movie, wow. guys. Yeah. With that, uh, we are getting to our Definitely has ranking. to be in the top 10, yeah. right? Oh, do you think so? Far? Do you think so? Be. Gotta be. It's number 10. Ooh. It's number 10, wow. and it kicked out. It kicked out. Hold on. I'm changing some colors. All right. Number 11 now is Captain America First Avenger. Oh, wow. Kicked out. Wow. Rest in peace. Dang. Holy Trinity is no longer you were good. in the Dang. top 10. So we have, uh, oh, I guess Thor was gone too. Were all the Cap movies in the top 10 though? Cap. Yeah, all three that Cap. Was a la- yeah, wow. That was our Holy Trinity right Cap there. Cap had a good run. Cap had a great run. And now uh, Doctor Strange is on its left. See, I'm glad it's in the top 10, though, because Doctor Strange, I think, deserves it. Doctor you Strange want me to just run good. through the, the top 10 real quick? Yeah, run through it. it. Yep. Number 10, Doctor Strange at an 8.4. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Doctor Whoa. Strange is an 8.43. Age of Ultron, also an 8.43. Oh, so we got a tiebreaker. We have a tiebreaker. We got to break a tie. All right, so our scores for Age oh, of Ultron. Oh, man, hang on. Um, I'm going to have to look into this. Ethan, you're at an 8. Ben, you're at an 8. And I'm at a 9.3. I was very high on Age of Ultron. Um, who's mm. got our closest scores for these things? Let me... Yeah, Ethan, you've got our closest scores here. Your, your points are within half. Which one would are you, you saying? Say? I'm the type. Don't we all get a say? I say we all get a vote right now. Okay, okay. Are we saying which one is better? Which one is better? Okay. I, you know what? I want to. I want to put this above Age of Ultron. Me personally, you're putting it above. I okay. am. Yeah, Micah. I rated. Age of Ultron a lot higher than this. Okay, so you were okay, hot so on you Age of say, Ultron. I'm hot on yeah. Age Dude, Ultron. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I gotta go with uh, Doctor Strange. Really? This one. I, I, so I could see why going with Doctor Strange could be a a pick because it's you know first recency bias, second because it's like you never would have thought that it would be head to head with an Avengers movie, right? But remember what Age of Ultron did too. We got. Vision, right? Right. We had the sickness that was Quicksilver. Ultron. 
the cool Quicksilver death. I loved Ultron. <laughs> See, we talked about how I Ultron agree. was so cool but as I a villain, think right? At a point in Age of Ultron, I was bored. And while certain elements are better than Doctor Strange, I never felt bored watching Doctor Strange. Mm. It's a much more personal tale, and I I've seen the Avengers before. I know what that ensemble movie can do, and it's nothing against Age of Ultron. If you look at my personal list, they are I gave them the same score. Doctor Strange edges this out by ever so slightly, I think. All right, Ben, so you're bumping up your your uh, Doctor Strange score to what, 0.1? Definitely .1? not, definitely not. I'm sticking <laughs> with an 8. I don't like these points. I'll only go 0.5. You need one. You need something to bump you need up. A point one? You can bump mine up. Give All me a right. point one 8. just to change 6. the change the rating. All right, so let's change our uh, now. It is eleven or ninth place. Okay, there it is. We got it up a spot. Which one's tenth? Oh, okay. And so now Age of it's time with Iron Man three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Let's go. Okay, All right. we get it. Let's two keep times going. I mean, podcast. you guys are already here. Either stay. I mean, uh, no, this is good you stuff. Made it this far, okay. It's Iron Man three versus Doctor Strange. Iron Man now. three versus Doctor Strange. This is fun. Ethan, All right. what's it gonna be? Oh, I think man. I know. And, and listen to these scores. All right, so Ethan, your Iron Man three score is an eight point five. Your Doctor Strange score is an eight point six. Ben, but your I scores just changed. Are, your scores are yeah. eights. Mine is an eight point nine for Iron Man three and an eight point eight for Doctor Strange. So Ben, this is your tiebreaker. <laughs> so, but again, I think we all do get one vote. Okay, okay. If I'm well, gonna, I will go. Ethan's, Ethan's score yeah. is slightly higher uh, for Doctor Strange in favor. Mine is Iron Man three in favor. Ben, yours is the same. I'm going Doctor Strange. You're going Doctor Strange. Sure. You wanted to keep climbing. <laughs> for sure, Doctor Strange okay. is better than Iron Man the ranking, 3. Man. Climb the ranking. All right. Ethan? Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor St- <laughs> man. Uh, I think you got to go Doctor Strange. Climbing, yeah. I mean, I would choose Doctor Strange over Iron Man 3 yeah. any day. Oh, for sure. Okay. Uh what do I do? Do I just give it an eight point nine then? Whatever is easiest in the spreadsheet. Okay. I'll get I'll just give Ethan an eight point seven. Okay. I'll just keep bringing yeah. yours keep, up. All right. Keep bringing my doctor. <laughs> oh, that's high though. I wouldn't give it that high. But whatever the spreadsheet demands. Okay, you know? now we're at an eight and a half. Let's go. Yeah. That, but what's it tied with now, Mike? Nothing. It's not tied with anything anymore. We're set. This is all his grand plan okay. to get my average score higher. It is. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. Oh, Your nice. average score is still the lowest like out of anyone else's. I like it. All right. Our final, <laughs> our final score is an 8.5, landing it solidly on 8th place. 8th place, yeah. 10th place is Age of Ultron at 8.43. Iron Man, 9th place, 8.46. Doctor Strange, our newcomer at... Eighth place with an eight and a half. Iron Man in an eight point eight. Seventh place. Uh, sixth place. Guardians of the Galaxy eight point eight three. Fifth place. Spider Man two eight point nine. Mm. Fourth place. Days of Future Past yeah. nine point one. Nice. Uh, third place. The Avengers nine point four three. Civil War second place nine point four six. And Civil War or no sorry Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. first place. Nine point nine out of ten. I just, I'm so happy with our X Men Days of Future. Every yeah. time I hear that it's still in the top five, we I'm like, really have to watch the the, the road cut. cut. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. Every every time I'm like, ooh, we yeah, I agree. So final score, Doctor Strange, eight point seven. No, eight and a half. 
Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. okay. And it's an eighth place. I think that's on our a list. fair spot for it's Doctor Strange. Absolutely. Like, you, you know, the eights are supposed to be like really good movies, but you know, there's room for improvement. Right. And we it's we, not as bad as as the good movies, right, can be. No. It's not a perfect movie. It's not one of those nines. And we have to consider we got some movies that are definitely gonna Bangers. get definitely gonna kick this out. And you know what's this, coming up next. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what's coming up next. I don't Ooh, what is? read what's next Please. week. The end of our Logan trilogy. Oh Logan. Logan is next week. Dude, I, okay, so this is one of those movies that I put off because I wanted to watch it, but I've saved you knew the marathon this was coming. Marathon. Yeah. Like, this was, I've been wanting to watch this for a long time. Yeah, I'll talk about this more next time, but this is one of the movies I watched with my dad uh, during our X-Men watch Dude, through, for the first time. I'm hyped for Logan, man. I. This may have been one of the uh, the Netflix rentals yeah. from when it was DVD rest in peace. Also, Doctor Strange rounds out 2016, uh, making it 8.125 out of 10 for the whole year. Putting it in second place for best year. What's, nice. what's first place best year? Uh, that'll be 2014. Because Winter Soldier pretty we much. We had a good amount in 2016. What, yeah, what we was did. it? We had Deadpool. That was Winter Soldier, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Days of Future Past, Guardians, Big Hero 6. Five. Solid lineup. What year was that? 2014. So now we're going into 2017. How many movies are there? Don't Four. tell me what they are. Four. Four. Okay. Four, that's it? Pretty easy guess, though. Because then 2018 is... Infinity War. Yeah, that means I, my theory is they were trying to round this up uh, before uh, before COVID happened, and then <laughs> whoa, whoa. conspiracy. Whoa, the whoa, whoa. Hunt is odd. Oh, they man. knew. Let's what not I mean. get political here, yeah. folks. <laughs> this is the uh, end of the podcast. I mean, it is eleven forty, so maybe we can get political. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, welcome but, to the welcome to the Joe Rogan yeah, cast. The yeah. after <laughs> show. The after show. Multiverse, well, multiverse monologues. Multiverse after monologues. Dark. Oh yeah. But yes. The post credit scene. Look forward to Logan next week. I I know I am. That's that would be for a cool sure. Podcast name. The post credit scene. <laughs> There's probably one out there. Gotta be. There's. Listen, from the stuff that I saw today, there's gotta be a there's gotta be a post credit scene podcast out there. Some dudes like listen that. to this before he goes to bed and he's just like almost asleep and he's waking up. He's <laughs> like, what are they talking about? Please shut up. <laughs> Turn us off then. Come on. <laughs> you made it this far, why right? Would, you've already why helped you our engagement. Right ratings. Ratings. Yeah, our yeah. analytics come are on, going come on. wild. <laughs> Get us to five hundred subs. On, I say on this every week. Yeah. If you're if you're still watching YouTube Give us a thumbs up. Holy cow. I never get any thumbs up, so I know no one's here. Here, here. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. There's your thumbs up. Thumbs up, man. Oh, man. Here, one over here, too. There you go. It takes here a lot go. to be a top 50 multiverse podcast. And and we are in the top 50 multiverse podcast. 2017, guys. <laughs> that is true. We're in 2017, so look forward to Logan next week. Otherwise, it's late enough. Six years ago. <laughs> this is Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Wenslaw. This is Dr. Micah Head. Signing off, we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day.